0: Block talk radio
1: if it's smooth jazz then the jazz queen and mike reynolds are talking about it on talking smooth jazz the smoothest show on internet radio your hosts the jazz queen and mike reynolds Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, aka the Jazz Queen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey Joe from Germany, good to see you again. And we also have a guest in the chat room. Welcome to the show. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to talkingsmoothjazz.com and click on Ken Navarro's picture, or rather the um, the um, cover. Picture and that will bring you into blogtalkradio.com. Scroll down and you will find the chat room. The phone number is 646 716 5485. 646 716 5485. Guitarist Ken Navarro is back with a new release Hope, Joy, Strength. It is a trilogy of three new songs. So welcome back, Ken.
2: Hi, thanks so much, Terry. It's great to be back with you. And um, we were just talking before the show began about the the contrast in our weather. I'm in Philadelphia today, traveling, and it's like a you know 40 degrees, and we're all celebrating. And then you're telling me you're about to go out on a fish fry and have (laughs) a 75 degree Vegas weather. So uh, anyway. I'm feeling warmer just talking to
1: you. Oh, that's right. Hey, Mike. <laughs> hey, Terry. Hey, Ken. How's it going?
2: Hey, Mike. How you doing? Nice to hear hear your Thank voice you. again.
1: Same yeah, here. Same here. So, so I was telling uh, Mike, I was telling Ken that after the show, um, I'm meeting my family up at the park. We're going to have a fish fry. Uh,
2: oh, okay. Like,
1: yeah, we're looking at it's mid-step. It
2: sounds like a A fantasy to me. (laughs) A very very nice dream. Maybe in two months.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So now, what are you doing in Philadelphia?
2: Well, my daughter um, moved here about uh, two months ago and uh had been living with a friend and just got her own apartment and so we 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 live in the Washington DC Baltimore Maryland area so my wife and I this was a day we could come up and help her do some moving in and all that kind of stuff that parents do with their with their kids when they get one of their first apartments so uh so we're just up up doing that and and uh uh this weekend I was yesterday I spent all day in the studio I'm working very hard on the other seven or eight songs that are going to go with with hope joy strength and uh uh so today was a good a good break i'm, I'm lift i'm lifting and cleaning today instead of working on music
1: oh wow it's <laughs> funny because when you um contacted me about to doing today's interview i thought to myself uh did we not just talk to him yesterday about Ruby <laughs> right. Main,
2: but, you know right. see, no, it's true you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we but, uh, were I was and I was in New Orleans that that that's day right. uh to do to, uh, actually working and uh that was the day that we we scheduled our interview uh, I purposely did on the day that the CD came out. Um mm-hmm. and it was the only one I scheduled because I I had a lot of them scheduled but I knew I was going to be away but I wanted to do ours on the release day. So, uh you know, again mm-hmm. as I said off the off the air. I uh, thank you for for doing this so quickly. I usually am a couple years between projects, and uh, this time I started writing new music almost almost after, right after Ruby Lane came out.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah, it does seem like... It does seem like it was, you know, not that long ago, but it's really been almost a year ago that we talked about Ruby
2: Lane. Yeah, Yeah, well, one thing that's happened in the past with me is I I do a record and then I release it and then I spend the next six months doing a combination of interviews and radio promotion and I go out on tour behind the, the new record. And, and I did all of that last year. But then, I, but the, the thing that happens when I, when I throw myself into that side of, of things after the music is done is I kind of get out of the flow of writing new music. And I was determined this time to not let that happen. And, and, and that's how Hope, Joy, Strength came about. In uh, September, I just, I just made sure that I was writing every day for, for uh, about a month and then recording and and uh you know it was always my idea to put out some kind of a a very positive vibe smooth jazz cd right at the beginning of 2015 and that was my goal and and i i met it so uh so that's how that record came about so quickly after ruby lane
1: okay and you know i also thought too that you know, Ruby Lane only has like nine tracks on it, and I thought, well, mm-hmm. why didn't he just add these tracks to Ruby Lane? Mm-hmm. So I went back and listened to Ruby Lane, and it does that. Ruby Lane has a totally different feel,
2: it does exactly. The whole, yeah, the whole
1: joint, yeah. So then that, I understood, that, that's, yeah, yeah,
2: that's cool. Well, it, it, it's funny because I, I definitely write write albums as a whole i don't tend to write a uh, songs and and then you know when enough of them are there put them together so and i like doing that for a number of reasons but mainly i like doing it because it means that album will feel like all of that music goes together in and hopefully a, a mm-hmm. way that's unique to that record you know mm-hmm. um, and with hope joy strength i really wanted those three songs to really go together as a trilogy of songs, I think they're going to work really well with the other music I'm writing uh, for what will be the full album that they're included on. But I just really felt like those three songs, stylistically and message-wise, you know what I was trying to say, really made sense together. But that's really cool. I'm really glad to hear you say that. That when you when you went back to Ruby Lane, you felt like yeah, those really wouldn't have fit. It would have sounded mm-hmm. like they were tacked on or something, you know, um, but I hadn't written them when Ruby Lane was finished and, and getting, uh, created, it was like the beginning of 2014. And I didn't start writing hope, joy, strength until uh, September of, of, of 2014. So they really were a whole different breath, you know, of, of, of what I was trying to do. Okay. Okay
1: now um much like your guitar solo cd the test of time uh mm-hmm. these three trilogy these three songs and the trilogy is another first for you
2: yeah i, I mean i it was an, definitely an experiment to, to see what it was like to put out what i guess people would call an ep is that what they call it i'm not totally yeah sure. Yeah. yeah and, and so, and I wasn't sure, you know, exactly how people would receive it. Uh, I wasn't sure how radio risk would receive it. Um, I looked at it and said, well, these three songs really go together and they're really meant to be heard together. And my hope is that they they inspire people and make people feel at a time, you know, at least on the East Coast, as we were talking about, when sometimes you feel a little bit bleak maybe bleak's too strong a word but it's gray outside it's cold and i was trying to give people music that would maybe make them feel you know much more uh optimistic and positive about things because i know how in the winter i can get not depressed but just sort of i every day i gotta i gotta work to make sure i don't um that i that i stay positive you know Right. Uh, so that was my idea, you know, uh, for that to happen. And it's been interesting. It's been out now about a month. Radio has received it just fine. They, they, you know, radio, Smooth Jazz Radio has kind of become a singles format anyway. So they're, you know, albums, three songs. They don't really think that much about it. They just want to know whether they like like and can play the songs. What I did have found out that was I didn't know is that neither iTunes or Amazon are all that welcoming to this kind of a concept. I, I, if Beyonce puts out a trilogy of songs, then everybody will be doing it. <laughs> but when I do it, it's like I'm swimming against the tide, you know? Uh, so from a marketing standpoint, it's been kind of challenging. Uh, wow. Uh, well, because I'll, I'll give you an example. On iTunes they won't call it an album. They actually refer right. to it as a single. And it's not a single, it's three songs. And so mm-hmm. they won't rank it. And even though on its release day at both Amazon and iTunes, it was one of the top selling, you know, things, whether you want to mm-hmm. call it an album or whatever, uh, they wouldn't rank it. And so it, it didn't show up in their ranking system. And that's because anything, I think it's anything under five songs, they won't call an album. And see, I didn't know that. I just I looked at it like an artist and said, well, I've come up with this idea and it's a trilogy and these three songs and you know I'll I'll price it at under three dollars. It'll be really easy for people to say I'm just going to buy that and um, and so but you know you you live and you learn and I'm I'm really glad I did it because it is a musical statement that I wanted to make and I think I think in reality you're going to see more artists down the line releasing things in smaller units like this Mm -hmm. because you know i don't know how you feel about it but i still love albums and i i buy albums and i make albums but i realize that people are buying things in different ways now and they're buying songs and they're picking two or three songs from a record and and like that i'm curious to know what you what you guys think
3: well Well, i'm going to ask you I was going to ask you after you completed what you just said. Um, how did the um, how 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 did your fans receive that and everything? Did they ask you the same thing that we're asking now? Why not more songs, or did they just say, okay, well, Ken has three more songs, so maybe there's additional music coming from him? Maybe they figured that this was just like a pre-release. Yeah.
2: Right. That's a great question. I'm not totally sure. I think I'm gonna to have to use Facebook to just point blank ask that question. Because what's happened is the people who are real fans, they they buy the C D directly from my website. They they just they just accept it as new music. I I, I like everything he does, I want it, you know. But right. what you don't it's the people you don't hear from that you don't really know what they're thinking, and they may very well be thinking, Well, I think I'll wait till the whole album comes out and how many of them are thinking that I don't know, you know? Um, yeah. so, um, uh, one great thing about Facebook is you can literally say, hello, tell me what you think. And people will right. tell you what they think, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's getting to that point. I, I just kind of wanted to see for myself what would happen. Um, I thought people would, would gravitate to, towards it and i haven't been proven wrong yet but i will but like i was saying i do think that the marketplace in the form of itunes and the amazon is not really set up to work with this you know they want either a single or they want a full album you know that right. that's but 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 as i also i really believe that you know Somebody big decides they're going to do this. Everybody will start doing it. Um, but I'm just some smooth jazz guitar. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to make the. Uh, I'm not going to make a new thing. But hopefully, other other smooth jazz artists, other jazz artists, notice and realize that it, that it might be an option that interests them too. I, I don't know. It it was just a way of affording me to keep being creative and not shut that down and then have to start that whole thing up again, you know, a year from now, because now I'm working on, I'm working on seven more songs now. I never stopped writing. And so it's kind of exciting for me because I've never kept the flow going like this so strongly after a record and Ruby Lane did really well. It would have been easy to say, okay, I'll just step back and, and, you know, um, Get let my creative juices get refreshed. That's what artists tend to tell themselves. But for me, what happens is when it comes time to write again after taking a year away from writing, it's like, and I'm not kidding, it's like rubbing two sticks of of wood together trying to make a fire. Eventually, something happens, but you, you know, you do get out of practice. Just like if you don't play an instrument for a year, you know, when you pick it up, it feels like you're way out of practice. So, the so what's happened this time is. I haven't ever stopped. So it feels like I'm writing some of the best stuff I've ever written.
1: Oh, okay. And that's interesting that you mentioned that about iTunes and how they consider the three songs, just a single because I literally was call it a single. I was wondering if, cause I was thinking about, do they, is he thinking this is an EP or do mm-hmm. they have to, does an EP have to be a minimum of five songs to be called an EP? Cause I was I wondering the same I- thing.
2: I cannot get a straight answer from anybody, yeah. you know, trying to write iTunes and Amazon. It's like, it's like yelling into a, into a, <laughs> a, a cave. You know what I mean? <laughs> even, you, 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 as a consumer, people know what that's like, but imagine as an artist, you're trying to understand that you just, you get these answers back that completely, it's as if they didn't even read your question. Wow. <laughs> you know, I'm not even yeah. sure if they're, they could be coming from China. You know, I, literally, you know, I don't, I'm not even sure you know, if they understand what I'm asking. But that's my guess. There was a saxophonist who put out a really excellent EP last year. I think his name was, I want to say, Vernell Andrews. Does that ring a bell? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Vernell Andrews
0: right? yeah. Yeah, Van Dale, a really excellent...
2: Turn It Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. I thought that was really excellent. and one of, And that was one of the things I noticed that was like, hey, look at this. He's having real success with it. And it's doing great on radio and it's charting high on iTunes. Then later I realized it's five songs and they knew they didn't call that a single. But if you go on iTunes and look up this album, Hope Joy Strength, it says on iTunes says Hope Joy Strength hyphen single, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is confusing because it means a, a a person could go online buying it and go, I don't want to spend $3 on a single. right? Uh, but it, you know, it's, it's, I tried to change it. I had absolutely no luck. They just, they just you know they 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 would not even really respond to what I was asking, so so anyway, mm-hmm. you know um that's sometimes you don't find out until you you try these things, but you know that's part of the great thing about the way the music business is now i I can try something like that, and yeah. um to whatever extent it works um. Uh, I'm happy, and I'm mostly happy because it's just kept my music out there when it might now be kind of fading again because Ruby Lane is almost a year old. So, mm.
3: okay. Now, now, I would... now you mentioned continuing writing um, after mm-hmm. Ruby Lane and everything. Now, are you uh, currently writing for other artists as well?
2: No, I, I've. I every once in a while somebody will ask me, and I will write something in what I think is their style. But my my primary focus is just writing for me. Um, I'm always. Uh, whereas hope, joy, strength are all very much what I guess we would call smooth jazz. I these, these type labels are always hard for me to define, but some of the other things I'm writing, while they all would fit into the smooth jazz category, they're, they're all very different. You know, they're, okay. they're, um, there, there's a song that, that, that I think, um, will remind people of some of the things I did on, uh, the grace of summer light CD and dreaming of trains. And then there's songs that will remind people of what I did on my smooth sensation album, um, and and so I, I just, you know, I have a lot of ways that I like to write and a lot of ways that I like to play the guitar. And so I, I find writing for myself sometimes feels like I'm writing for, for three or four people. <laughs> but but yeah, every once in a while, someone will ask me for a song. And uh, I'm more than happy to do it. I was just working on something um, that I'm going to send to the saxophonist Eric Darius. Uh, I, I produced one of his... Have you guys interviewed Eric yet? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I figured you yeah. have. I produced one of his early records, and uh, he's just such a—he's a great player, but also a great guy. I really like him, and I—I uh, I, I had an idea after hearing something that he recorded, and so I'm actually working on writing something that—who knows—he may listen to it and go, eh, "Not for me," but you know, it inspired me to try to write something for him. Yeah, oh, cool. you, you actually did Eric's uh, debut CD. I
3: think you did Eric's first two CDs. I think, yeah.
2: Well, um, oh, I was involved with with one of them, and the the, the second one, I actually he re- he came to my studio where I live in Baltimore, and he actually lived with my family and me for two weeks while we were recording his sax parts. Um, and uh, yeah, I was real. I produced it, played on it. I was I, I co wrote some of the songs. Eric and I really worked closely together on that. I'm really proud of that record, and it was. I'm just, you know, it's it's really fun when you are at the beginning. This is before anybody knew who Eric Darius was, and uh, I I knew I knew, you know, that this was special. Um, and when I knew him, when I was working with him, he was barely 21 years old, and uh, he was just such a pleasure to work with. I know if you guys interviewed him, I'm sure you can tell from talking to him. He's just he's you really couldn't ask for a more um, open, positive. Kind of vibe, person. And the only thing that was hard about working with him was he was so young. We would work nine, ten hours, and I would be that re- would be it for me. And he'd go, Oh, can we we can't we keep going? <laughs> he'd be like, hey, I got to get some rest. You know, I'm not 21 like you. Uh, he was like he was like a young engine. You know what I mean? Like a new yeah. car. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but uh, aside from that, he was like a joy, uh, and I still have great memories of that. And it's been so wonderful. To see how his career has blossomed.
1: Mm, All right. Okay, we're talking to guitarist Ken Navarro. He has released um, three new songs called Hope, Joy, and Strength. And um, if you would like to call in and speak with Ken, the number is 646 716 5485. (laughs) Um, so, Ken, um, there. I went onto your website and I saw mm-hmm. the blog post for the, tr- the songs and how you mm-hmm. take each song and break it down. So, um, And that was really good. I, I liked how you did that. Um, I'm going to start with um, Hope and have you mm-hmm. tell us about this song and kind of break it down like you did on your um, blog post.
2: Oh, sure. Well, Hope it literally was the first thing that I wrote after Ruby Lane. And um, it was written at a time when um, I really felt that what that word means. I was just uh, at, at at a point with my, my, my kids are both grown and out of the house, but it was right around that time that my son told me that he and his wife were pregnant with what will be our first grandchild uh, who's coming in March. And so hope was just, you know, very heartfelt. And so right off the bat, I wanted to write something that just that the very opening of the song just kind of sounded like a launch. You know what I mean? So there's like a short uh, five to ten second intro that is is so almost like a kickoff for the song. And then um, and then I think right off the bat, the song gives off this this very optimistic feeling. Um, and and one thing I noticed was I had. I had these verses that I'd written for the song, and they felt good, but there was something missing. And while I was listening to the playback of all the parts I had had to that point, I started snapping my fingers on two and four, and I went, that's what's missing, the finger snaps. And so I recorded five tracks, because I wanted it to sound like five people. I recorded five separate tracks of me, of doing finger snaps, two with my right hand, and three with my left hand, because believe it or not, they sound a little different. And uh, mixed them in stereo, and added those finger snaps to each of the verses, which uh, you know you you hear right off the bat in that first verse.
1: Okay, all right, this is hope. <laughs> You just heard "Hope" from Ken Navarro's new release, "Hope, Joy, Strength," and congratulations to you on the birth of your first grandchild. All oh, your know. oh, yeah.
2: Thank you, Terry. Yeah, I can't believe I can't believe that's heavy. Thanks, Mike. It's funny. Are, are you either of you guys? I have, we've never met in person, so I, I I have no idea how old you are. But I'm curious if either of you are grandparents. I'm not. No. Okay. Uh, I, and you're probably going, I'm way too young for that. <laughs> yeah, and Mike, but, but,
1: and Mike is threatening yeah. to beat down any child that approaches his door. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know right. what they say about grandchildren. It's like, it's so great because you could just love them like crazy and then say, bye. That's <laughs> so right. Just, you know, they <laughs> go, home. I'm going to be the perfect grandparent. I'm going to be just wonderful. And then knowing full well that the day will end and, you know, they will go back to, to, to my being with my son.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I'm really looking forward to it. It's, 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 it's hard for me to believe in a way because, you know, like a lot of musicians, I, I just don't see myself as a certain age. If you know what I mean, I just Mm -hmm. music keeps me young and it Mm -hmm. keeps me always feeling like I'm discovering and exploring and, excited about about life. And but when you have a grandchild there's kinda no way around the fact of saying, Yeah, I, I guess I am that age, aren't I? <laughs> but uh, there's gonna be a lot of nice parts to it. So I'll I'll take that small little negative of with it.
0: Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> All right. So now um, I want to read some reviews from Amazon. Um, mm-hmm. I picked a, there's three reviews and the first one says, as I've said before, Ken's music is simply awesome. And this latest his is no exception the second review i gave it five stars and would have given it more if i could as i've said before ken's music is simply awesome and this latest of his is no exception i strongly suggest you check out this uh, his other music as well and the third one i absolutely love this new music of ken's positive contemporary smooth jazz music at its best and they all receive five stars so congratulations that's nice that's
2: nice to hear well yeah you know i mean i feel like I've done, as you know, because you've interviewed me over the course of a lot of different directions that I've done, taken musically, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I'm really lucky in that I have an audience that wants to know what I'm going to do next rather than wants me to just keep repeating, you know, whatever the hit song was. But by the same token, I know that there's a big part of my audience that wants to hear these kinds of smooth jazz songs, and I love them and I love doing them uh, and and I, I it's really kind of great to do this and do three of them and then have people respond to it because you know uh, you never know really how what what people are going to say. I I feel like I have to just be true to what I think is is what makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. I I, mm-hmm. I mean that's all I have to go by you know. But the bottom line is it's always really first it's a relief when people like it and then it's just such an honor that to think that people are listening to this music that that i created you know most of it by myself and in a studio you know uh outside of baltimore maryland there's a real kick to that you know there was a day when you know it was a big production to record something and to get it out there and now the music goes straight from the artist uh, in my case anyway straight from the artist to the listener, and um, you know, so when people like it, that's that's just it's kind of amazing. I, I'm, I guess that's the other thing about having gone through so many phases of the music business and being old enough to have have experienced all those things from vinyl to CDs to what we have now. I really appreciate the freedom musically and the the gift that it is when people it comes out of one end and then you read those nice positive reviews at amazon to me you know that's 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 amazing amazing to me in in more ways than one thank you for doing that i appreciate it oh
1: you're welcome you're welcome now joe from germany made a comment on the (laughs) song um uh hope Uh and uh he he said that that that's a nice track and the title is just perfect
2: (laughs) good good well i you know one of the things i did um with with these song titles i had hope and joy and i was pretty sure about that but the working title for strength had been determination, and mm-hmm. I put these titles up on Facebook and and took a little poll, and I had over 200 people respond and say, and the vast majority of them, I said determination or strength, and you can probably guess which one people picked because mm-hmm. that's where I ended up. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I cared a lot about the titles and and making sure that they not only were right for each song, but that they were that that, that together they said something, you know, Hope, Joy, Strength um, just works to me as a simple way of conveying what I was trying to convey musically.
1: Oh, that's that's great that you included the fan, your fans in that
2: decision. That's good. Well, I, I'm I like sure that. you yeah. know from, from, from Talking Smooth Jazz, you know, it, they, they're there. They'll be happy to give you their opinion if you ask. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah.
2: Sometimes, sometimes it's, you might not want to ask, <laughs> but, you know, um, I... I really got a lot out of asking, and, and I absolutely I, – it wasn't that I took a poll and said, oh, you know, 68 to 32 voted this way, so that's what I'll call it. It was more that the reasons people gave made me rethink it, and mm-hmm. I said, yeah, yeah, they're right. I think one of the ones that really led me to that was they said, well, you know – the definition of strength is not the same as the definition of determination.
0: determination. Yeah, You
2: know what I mean? Which thing do you yeah. mean? And I realized that's true. I don't really need determination. I mean, strength. I, I, I mean, I, I, determination factors into it, but, and then somebody else said, I love what, it, that it's one syllable, hope, joy, strength. There's something mm. about hope, joy, determination that sounds not as, not as tight. And, um, so there were opinions, it was people's opinions about why they like strength better that made me go, yeah, you know what, I think they're right. And uh, so, yeah, you know, the fact that people are um, on Facebook now, it's just, it's such a great way to, to have almost an immediate pull uh, to something. Um, yeah, you know, why not take advantage of it and find out what people really, what, what they're thinking too.
1: Exactly. Well, let's take a listen to strength.
2: Great, sounds good.
1: Could you hear me humming that? Oh, good. I'm glad. No, I couldn't, but I
2: wish I had.
1: I realized I was humming the song, and then I'm like, "Oh, maybe they can hear me. I better stop."
2: (laughs) No, that's part of that's part of the fun of it. If you ask me,
1: that was nice. I like that. That was called "Strength." Yeah, very Very nice. nice.
2: Very nice. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I grew grew up in Washington D.C., and it was always like the first the first song that made me want to play the guitar. Uh, and I don't know, I hope I'm not dating myself, but, um, was, uh, my girl. Do you remember that song?
0: Mm-hmm. It had, a,
2: yeah. it had an amazing guitar riff. Boo, boo, do, 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 boo, I got sunshine. And so I, I just grew up, I grew up on a mixture of, a, of, of Motown and English rock. And then ev- eventually the, the sort of a folk rock that happened. And, you know, uh, I remember when, you know, Marvin Gaye's record, What's Going On, came out, which sort of combined a lot of those things together. And and uh, so I've just never lost this interest and love of, like, things funk. And so Strength was a great chance to give me, to play that. And, I, and you know, most people don't try to do that on a nylon string acoustic guitar. You know, they think of that guitar as it's got to be, like, pretty, you know. And I, I don't know. I think it sounds very funky, and you can bend strings on it and, and make it make it have a certain amount of grit. And so you mm-hmm. know that, that that's what strength was about for me, featuring that element of my guitar playing too. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Now um, earlier you mentioned that you are working on seven new songs. Mm-hmm. How are you going to release those?
2: Well, I I think the way it's going, the writing is going really well. I, I think I think I'm gonna manage to put those seven and or maybe even an eighth or a ninth song uh, together with Hope, Joy, Strength on a new record that I'm shooting for putting out in September of this year. Okay. Um, that that's my plan, uh, and um, it, it's just it's going great. And, and, and but we'll see. Sometimes life has a way of uh, I'm starting to get a lot of calls for for touring opportunities this year, and that takes me away from home and away from writing and everything. If that happens, depending on how much I, I decide to do that, you know, it may may delay it a little bit. But I I don't know. It's going really well. Um, I'm I'm really excited about everything that I'm working on, and uh, so that that's my plan at this point to to have the next full album come out right right in the in September.
1: Okay, so I read that you were also going to release another trilogy. Um well, so you're not yes. gonna do that?
2: Okay. I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. I was, I was. But for the reasons that I mentioned, you know, earlier in, in our talk today, um, I think that I, I think it might be better um to to focus on the next record. It's or mostly though, it's because suddenly I have all this music. And so I'm mm-hmm. thinking, well, why am I going to put three songs out when I'm going to have seven, eight, or maybe even nine new songs? You know, let's let's just let's get it out there. Uh, so um, yeah, that was my original idea was I would do three more songs that also went together and release those in the fall or in the summer, and then sometime in early 2016 put out a full record. But it's 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 going so well. I I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the whole album next. So I, okay. I hope that hope everybody follows that and doesn't feel like I'm all over the map but um sometimes you got to just follow the, where where the creative spirit takes you and uh, I I've, I've learned that if you try to if you hold too tightly to the wheel and try to force things to be the way you thought they were going to be that it, it's not you get yourself in trouble <laughs> at least okay. when it comes to with music you know mm-hmm. um I even had a song on my third album called "The Labor of Love." The song was called "Hands on the Wheel," and it was basically me reminding myself, "Don't, don't grip too tight." You know, let some things you need to just let happen. So that's my approach with this, and and I, the way it's happening is that I'm gonna, I'm, I'm lucky. Knock on wood, the music's pouring out of me right now. So I'm gonna keep letting it pour out.
1: All right. Okay, so I have a question from Ollie J in the chat sure. room. He wants to know, um, which does he enjoy most playing, writing or producing?
2: Oh, that's really an interesting question. Um, well, I, I I think I like the, the... Wow, that's a tough one, you can tell by the fact that I can't just answer it. Uh-huh. Um, I think in the end the, the, the writing is what is Center for me because everything else, as much as I enjoy playing, whether it's performing or recording, uh, and producing, whether it's producing my own records and or producing other musicians, it always comes back to the original compositions, you know, the songs themselves. Um, to me, if the song is great, then. I'm going to be working those guitar tracks and everybody else's tracks for that matter until I think they're as good as the song, and then the producing part of it, you know, and the engineering and the mixing. I'm going to work my butt off on those things too, you know, until I feel they're as good as the song. And they and the song they've they've given I've given everything I can in service of the song. So I guess my well that's my long answer. My short answer would be the would be writing.
1: Okay, all right. Thank you for the that question, Ollie. All right, let's listen to the last song, "Joy." Tell me about this one.
2: Uh, well, "Joy" was um, I wanted something that just had an unabashed, un unprotected freedom to it. You know, where I was just saying, you know, you can you can call this happy jazz if you want to, but this is how I feel, and um, I think that probably. For me, this track was like a, a, a true release, and and I picked I picked um, using using like a samba, a Latin samba kind of groove to, to, to make to get my point across, and um, and I and I used an acoustic bass uh, to get um, a certain sort of um, uh, gosh a spirit I guess I was going for. Uh, that that the acoustic bass coupled with the acoustic guitar, there's just something about the way those two instruments sound together. Maybe it's because with both instruments you have players touching that those instruments with both hands, and the sound you hear is the sound the microphones pick up strictly of an ac- acoustic quality. You know, when you play an electric guitar or when you have an electric bass, The players also touch the instrument with both their hands, but the sound that you're hearing is the sound of it going through amplification, which is somehow one more step removed. So this song, I wanted to have this total release quality to it, and and at the same time, I wanted it to have this very personable, you could just feel the touch of of the players, particularly on my nylon string guitar and and the acoustic bass.
1: Okay, this is Joy. that was joy and joe says it sounds like technically very demanding but he's not a guitar player
2: <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's funny i sometimes the things that i find i mean I, yeah i guess it is you know um but i i don't for me what's what's the most challenging uh, And I'm, I'm talking very honestly now terry is not playing a lot of notes or playing fast or, or playing really, um, you know, rhythmically, accurately, I kind of take that stuff for granted because, I mean, I've been doing this since I was 12 years old now, and, and, uh, uh, and I play at least two hours every day because to keep up the kinds of chops that I want to have, that's what I have to do. It's just like exercising, you know. Um, but what I find most demanding is, is musically playing something that that speaks beyond the technique. You know, um, sometimes the things I find most demanding are very slow songs. Uh, the, the title track of Ruby Lane was a song where I spent a lot of time playing relatively simple things technically, but let me tell you, they were much harder to make them... I wanted to make it sound like a singer, you know? So with Joy um you know it's obviously an up tempo song and it's more about um you know the notes just dancing like like uh you know like a bunch of stars in the sky hopefully but at the same time you know um you, you're it's you the bottom line is you're trying to convey something that's from your heart and and makes other people feel that rather than rather than say oh wow how impressive you know what i mean how impressive how fast it is or whatever cuz I don't know. That that's not what I buy music for. I buy music for for music that 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 lifts my spirit and and lifts my 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 way of seeing seeing the day.
1: Okay. All right. Well, listeners, you've heard all three songs now. Um, uh, Hope, Joy, Strength is the name of the new EP. Um, it is available at on his website, KenNavarro.com. You can also find it on Amazon as well. So definitely go over there and pick that up. Support Ken and his music. And uh, yeah, check it out for sure. Now, Ken, are you still doing living room concerts?
2: Yeah, I am. I did a few last year, um, and uh, they were some of the, the, the best ones I've ever done. And um, you know, when I do those, I just I get tied in oftentimes to a whole family. Uh, there was a a, a, a a guy who was a big fan of mine uh, down in the Norfolk, Virginia area, and he had turned his mom onto my music as well. And when she had uh, her seventy fifth birthday party, uh, they invited me to to give a one hour concert. Uh, at the peak of the party, it was like a living room concert. But, but you know, uh, as part of her seventy fifth birthday party, and as you can imagine, you know, family from all over the country came for this. She was a much loved uh, patriarch of the family, and mm-hmm. you know, I I, st- I stayed in touch with them, and in fact, I talked to her on the phone uh, the last time I played in Norfolk last year, and then just suddenly, um, right around Christmas time. She passed away. She literally no, just why. died. One oh, it was, uh, and I can't tell you, um, uh, uh, her son, um, uh, and I want to, you know, uh, maintain their privacy. But he he put up something on his Facebook page, which was his mother opening up the invitation to the party before she knew, because it was going to be a surprise. And oh. when she saw that, when she saw that I was playing there, she said, "Ken Devaro is playing at my." party. You know, and it, I mean, I saw that the other day when he put that up and it was like, I can't tell you how blessed I felt to have been a part of that and to be, you know, in, in a small way, a part of their family and to have gotten to know this really special woman. Um, and uh, uh, anyway, so yeah, I didn't go off so far. So you asked me a simple question, are you still playing living room concerts? I gave you a, a much different answer, I suppose. But, but yeah, I love doing them. And uh, w- with, without exception, I, I felt like um, they've not only been, they've been a gig, but they've also been uh, a pleasure to do and a privilege to, to be part of what's usually a special occasion for someone.
0: Oh, that's nice. Ah, yeah, well, that's, what, that's what's nice. Hope,
2: you know, you don't... Lots of, I think there are a lot of musicians who say, hey, I've arrived. I'm, I don't do stuff like that. And I feel like, gosh, you know, maybe you haven't arrived then because I think that's what it's all about in, in many ways. So.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I'm glad you're still it doing cool. those. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Mike, do you have any other questions?
2: Uh, no, none of the questions for me. Uh, none. All right, well... well Mike and Terry, I just want to say thank you again for having me, and and uh, it's always fun to talk to you guys, and you always ask really good questions that usually I don't get asked. So, uh, again, thank you for having me today.
1: Oh, it's our pleasure, thank Ken. You. We're always happy to have you on.
2: Uh, yeah. me too.
3: Always. All All right. Right. And actually, Ken, I'll be seeing you. Cause you'll be doing a show at the um, oh my god, in in Laurel and at the Mont-Pierre, um
2: Yeah, isn't that that's going to be so cool? That's going to be a full band show, and I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, that's great! Cool. We, oh, Mike, we'll get to finally meet in person. Yes,
0: yes, oh, that'll
2: be great. Well, I'm looking now. I'm really looking forward to that gig. We'll have, we'll have, we'll have to hang and and, and Terry. I, it, it pains me just a little to say it, but but have a great fish fry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, enjoy it. I'm, I'm, I'll be, I'll be thinking of you, and only. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> yeah, have a great day, kid. Thank you okay. again. Thank
2: thank you again.
1: You too. Too. All right, you my- too. Bye Bye,
0: bye. Bye,
1: Terry. Bye, bye. All right, that was guitarist Ken Navarro. He has released a new EP called Hope, Joy, and Strength. Definitely uh, check that out. You heard three the three songs here today, but visit his website KenNavarro.com. You can also find it on Amazon as well. All right, Mike, anything going on in your area? Uh, no, Terry. Nothing's going on. Like I said, I, um, nothing's
3: really coming up until like maybe a springtime. You know, it's, it's cold out here. We don't have the good weather you guys have. out there but actually the day was pretty was a pretty nice so but uh so that's that's one day out of the out of the weeks that we have left in winter so
1: okay all right well we do have a couple of concerts coming up here in las vegas at aliante uh the rippingtons will be here on the 14th um which is next saturday today is sunday Uh, February 8th so they will be here on uh, the 14th and then Jonathan Butler will be here on March 14th as well and I'm waiting for Aliante to announce their summer um jazz series uh because I'm excited to see who they're going to be booking this summer for the poolside jazz so as soon as I get those um uh, as soon as they make that announcement, I would be def- definitely will be letting you know. All right, everyone. Joe from Germany. Ollie, thank you guys again for tuning in. Always happy to have you here. Uh, Mike, enjoy the rest of your day as well. Yeah. I am going thank to you. go you join too. my family and have a wonderful fish fry. <laughs> so you've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth and have a great day. Thank you for listening to talking smooth jazz. Please visit our websites, talking smooth jazz.com and mastermind-entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at jazz underscore queen and the daily grind. That's THA Daily Drive.